Hi, welcome back to Choreographed Chaos, the podcast. I'm Nicole. I'm Hope. And we are back for episode number four, season two, episode four. I really thought you were rehearsing it again, so I wasn't expecting this to be like the take. (laughs) Sorry, I was rehearsing it before I hit the record button because I wasn't 100% positive I could pronounce our own podcast name after all this time. And I mean, fun fact, yeah. I didn't pronounce it. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like the hardest part of this whole thing is the freaking intro. The intro is not even a real thing. I agree. How are you? I'm, I'm really asking that so you can ask me how I am. <laughs> well, today's been rough. And I just went into this whole story and was like, our time is up. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I would cry. No, Hope's going to tell a story that I have not heard yet. So it's going to be live for everybody. Yeah, I've had a day. Today was a day. (laughs) Yeah, we're excited. So uh, so we've talked about Baby Zion, Mr. Wrinkles, our Mm -hmm. uh, now one-year-old bulldog. Um, And in the background, Nicole's heard a little bit about this. Because they are a squish-faced dog, they breathe very heavy. We noticed in the last probably like month and a half, his breathing has significantly changed and it's more labored. So we've been working with our vet to try to figure out what's going on. The vet ordered x-rays. The x-rays came back from the radiologist with something called a collapsed trachea, which is a really scary thing. It's, It's common in a lot of breeds of dogs, actually most commonly in Yorkies, but it's a little bit of like a trigger word for Jeff and I. Uh, even though I hate that trigger trigger word mm-hmm. because our previous bulldog that Jeff had for 14 years prior to me, I was only around for, you know, a year and a half of the 14. He had passed away of a collapsed trachea that we didn't know about. We've been kind of in like panic mode and attempting to find a specialist vet because as soon as the vet sees that, that our normal vet won't treat it like an everyday general vet will like hands off won't treat your dog. They suggested we go to University of Florida, which is like two and a half hours away. And we called them and we tried a bunch of times to get an appointment. And they're like, yeah, we're not accepting appointments after until like July. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. (laughs) So we found a vet more local that had an internal medicine department who could help us. First of all, we're mentally prepared for this to cost us a quadrillion dollars. (laughs) So today was the appointment. And first of all, they made us fast the dog. Which means, so it's like humans, you can't have, because they don't know what tests they're going to order. They're going to take your dog in, they're going to examine him, and then decide what they want to order. And a lot of times, they sedate or put your dog under anesthesia for the tests, so they don't want him to have eaten if they're going to do that. It's already hard enough to feed one dog and not the other. They look at you like, oh, yeah, what's, that's true. what's wrong with you, mommy? Why do I not get food? You're like the taking care of the Annie. You're like, Matilda, you don't get food today. So we took him. And with COVID, vets are a disaster right now because they don't want you in the vet's office, which I get. Like, they need to keep functioning and doing surgeries. So, first of all, we're sitting outside this new vet office. We're waiting for them to call us that they're ready to talk to us about Zion. And we realize that all of these people, it's a pretty huge office. They have, like, three divisions. They have a surgery, internal medicine, and they have an oncology department, and something else. And they, a doggy dermatologist, maybe? They have a lot of different specialties. People keep bringing their pets in, but nobody's bringing their pet back out. And everyone who's leaving is crying. Oh, God. <laughs> Where did you take Mr. Wrinkles? <laughs> so Jeff and I are like, where the hell are we? <laughs> like, there's a guy, probably like 50 years old in the car next to us, who's crying hysterically and just like, stop staring because I keep staring at him. And like, people keep taking their dogs in and not bringing them back. 
and no dogs have exited in the 30 minutes we're sitting there waiting. And I was like, this is not good. This isn't. I was like, are you sure we shouldn't just leave? They call us to go over baby's eye on Mr. Wrinkle's medical history, which the dog is a year and one month. And I swear to God, they had to fax a textbook over. <laughs> we were on the phone for like 30 minutes talking to this poor vet tech through his medical history. And she's like, this is a lot. And I was like, yeah, and he's only a year. Like, this is not good. So we take him in and I always have, I got volunteered to do that. Jeff was on a conference call at the same time. I take him in and I don't know if it's just me and my ego about my dogs or if it's really like a thing, but I have always had dogs that attract attention. I don't just have like a generic dog that people are like, oh, nice dog. Like people always are like magnetized towards my dog, which it's nice with Zion with Susie, our other dog. It's super stressful because she doesn't like humans. So it's like, please don't pet my dog. Um, (laughs) But with baby Zion, he's like so about it. He's like, I love attention. Let me play with you, human. So there was like this little couple whose dog had gone in and they hadn't come back out yet. (laughs) And they're sitting on the bench. And I'm like, and they're like, oh, can we pet your dog? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh, my gosh, your dog's so beautiful. And that seems to be the reaction I get. Like, I don't I don't think either of my dogs. Wrinkles is beautiful. I hear that about Susie all the time, which Susie, I love her, but she's fugly. She is all of the leftover parts of other dogs. And then Mr. Wrinkles is not a looker at all. They're always like, oh, he's so beautiful. He's so sweet. He's so cute. And I feel like people always react to dogs, but I seem to get it amped up. So I take him in. He's adorable, though. I take him in, and they only let me in the lobby, and I hand him over to the vet tech, and I say to the vet tech, "Uh, just FYI, he's not very cooperative with walking. And she's like, huh? And I'm like, he doesn't walk on a leash well, like at all. It's a failure on our part as parents. But, um... And she was like, no, it's okay. We got him. And then he just proceeds to sit down and refuse to move, which our normal vet call him Mr. Butterball because he's literally like oh a butterball turkey God, and you have to like roll. Name. You have to like roll him about. And they're like, sometimes he really wants to come with us. And sometimes he's like, screw all y'all. Sit right here. You could do the okay. exam in the lobby. It's 100% his world. Your word is living in it. We go in and a while goes by and we're waiting and we're seeing no dogs come out of this vet's office. And Jeff is hungry. So Jeff's like, why don't we run to like a Wendy's or a Chili's? And I'm like, we're not leaving our dog. (laughs) Let's go to a Chili's. (laughs) So the vet calls us and the vet was super nice and super educated. And I like our current vet. And I think she kind of was honest. She was like, people who don't know this condition, like just general vets that don't deal with this on a regular basis, they see collapse trachea on a radiology report and like hit the panic button and freak out and the vet's like i really don't think he has a collapse trachea i think what you have is a crappy x-ray oh my gosh she's like so we want to keep him we want to do more x-rays we're gonna either attempt to see if he'll sit still which in my head i'm like there's no way on god's green earth he's gonna sit still or we're gonna sedate him and i'm like well anesthesia and she's like no no like sedate like not actually put him under and have to like incubate him just sedate him make him sleep like a doggy xanax yeah so i was like okay so they're like it could take up to two hours before we'll be willing to release him um we'll call you and follow up so we go to find a chili's don't find a chili's find a chick-fil-a because that's the second best thing and we go home and like time keeps going by and now i this is a story for another time but when we neutered our uh, my neutered spade Susie, 
Um, that was a traumatic experience because we, the spay went bad, which apparently can happen, but I didn't know it was as common as it was. And my ex at the time didn't want her to get spayed. Cause he was like, what if something happens? And I was like, they spayed 20 dogs a day. Nothing's going to happen. And then something happened to our dog. So now I'm starting to relive that trauma of like each half an hour goes by and we're still not hearing from them. And I'm like, what time do they close? Are they just going to keep them for the night? Is that why nobody gets their dog back from this place? So we finally got a call from the vet and she was like, we're right. It's not a collapse. We don't think it's a collapse trachea, which is amazing because that was like a kind of a kind of a death with like a death sentence. Like that was going to be what killed him mm-hmm. eventually. And it was going to be just managing it. Apparently he has a misshapen trachea, which is something that any breed of dog can have. Now what they think it is, is that it's actually like, a, I don't know, like a doggy version of a cleft palate. Oh, okay. So like, uh, some, so basically it's at the back of his throat. He probably has an extra skin or something's not shaped right, mm-hmm. which then blocks his airway, which causes his breathing, which would happen because that, like, the shape of their mouth grows and changes and shifts around as they're going through puberty. And he went oh, through a big so growth go away. No, they, th- at this point, he's like grown. So surgery wow. is, but that's probably why we noticed it suddenly changed. Got it. Because he probably went through a growth spurt, something shifted, grew down, whatever. So basically, we're going to have to have surgery. So they're like, okay, that's fixable. If we get the surgery done, then we don't, like, it will be like a that's it done thing. Awesome. We are so glad because we were really panicked. So Jeff, it's, they're like, okay, you can come pick up your dog. And I'm like, oh my God, a dog's going to get out of that place. That's exciting. <laughs> so I go by myself. Because Jeff is on another conference call. And he can't come. And this is where my day went from like meh to like <laughs> just classically me. So I show up to pick him up. And once again, there's a lot of freaking crying people. There's also like the the vet's office is like 35 minutes from our, uh, from our house, the specialty vet. So it was a little bit of a trek and there was traffic. So I was really freaking out. I wasn't going to get there in time and he was going to be trapped there. And they were just going to like leave him. <laughs> um, I don't really think that's what they do, but in my head, it's like a toy store. It's a good time up outside and hope you yeah. stop by. <laughs> I was more thinking of like a toy store at night, like where like you know they're just stuck there for the rest of the night. <laughs> Although honestly, Mr. Wrinkles is the most carefree dog you've ever met. He wouldn't even care. So he would think it was an adventure. We get there and there's like more crying people. Oh god. Which I'm sure when you're dealing with a vet at this level, there's a lot of times that this is like your last ditched effort. Yeah. So they call me and it's the first time in my entire life that I had to pay less than what they told me I was going to have to pay. Wow. Shocking. They quoted me a number and it ended up being less. And they had told me when we talked to the was vet it earlier. Was it number $10,000? No. <laughs> it was actually, it was under 500. So. Oh my God. I know. So we, they told us we ended up having to sedate him. Which I've, Susie's been sedated. Susie's been under anesthesia. I'm pretty familiar. They come out dopey, but like, you know, they're Mr. all right. Wrinkles natural form. <laughs> yeah, like an elevated version of that is what I was expecting. So they call me. So they call me to come in to get him. First of all, I realized I forgot his leash because, you know, dog parent of the year. Um, They hand me a folder like I have a preschool kid. Uh, they hand me a whole folder of information. With my next steps and what we need to do and da 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 da. And the first line of the report in the folder is Zion is a handsome, handsome boy. Period. 
I feel like it was one of those drop-down report card selections. <laughs> Good listener. Can't sit still. Like, just everybody had the same four comments. So I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. Because we only want one person in the waiting room at a time. So there's people outside waiting for me to get out of the waiting room. Um, They're like, she thinks her dog's coming back, but it is not. <laughs> and I'm waiting. And the, the tech lead, like, the front desk lady keeps apologizing and she's like radioed over the loudspeaker for Zion multiple times. She kept saying it Zion. She's like, <laughs> Zion. I was like, of course he's not coming. Your princess. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah, like he doesn't know his name is Zion. Like he doesn't know who that is. <laughs> it was like a little, it's like kind of almost like a French version of that, like Zion. <laughs> I was like, okay. So then I hear, come on, come on, you can do it. And then I hear another voice being like, no, no, you can do it. Don't stop. Don't stop. And then like, I keep hearing these two voices back and forth cheerleading. And all of a sudden somebody sticks their head around the corner and they're like, can you call him? He had basically just sat down and refused to move. Like he was done. He was like, like, screw you all. I'm done. So they had me like call him. They wouldn't let me go to the back to try to get him because I might Uh give him COVID. So he comes around the corner. He walks into the door frame. <laughs> Why did you not film this for me? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. We got a really drugged up dog. And he like looks at me and doesn't recognize me. And then I'm like, Zion. Hey, buddy. And all of a sudden he goes, holy shit, you're my mom. And he like run, waddle, fall over, over to me. And the lady's like, okay, you can put him on the leash. He should be good to go. He just might be doped up for a little while longer. I was like, well, I forgot a leash. And they were like, oh, it's okay. Like, they have him on, like, a drawstring leash that they use at the vets. They're like, um, you could just take this. It's all good. And I was like, I can bring it back. They're like, no, no, no. I'm like, you guys are really worried about me giving you COVID. Yeah. Um, so I take him out to the car, which there's the guy next to me, a different guy than earlier, who's sitting in his car crying on the phone. So I'm like, this place is not a happy place. This, is not, out of here. this is not Disney World. So I drive a crossover SUV. It's not a low-to-the-ground car. Zion is 60 pounds. I now have to try to get doped up Zion into the car. He literally looks like a butterball turkey. I think that's a great way to describe him. His little leg when he lays out. That's my favorite part. So we... So I just imagine Hope lifting a giant 60 turkey. 60-pound butterball turkey. <laughs> so I get him in the car, and I go to put him in the back seat, and he looks depressed, which you're not supposed to let the dog sit in the front because of the airbags. But I was like, you know what? You look sad. He looks a little sad, though. So I put him down, and I get a blanket out of the back, and the blanket I grabbed had sand in it from the last time I went to the beach. And I was like, I'm sorry, Zion. You're going to get sand on you. It's fine. I put him in the car, and the blanket's, like, slippery, so he, like, slides out of the seat. (laughs) Why did no one film this? (laughs) So then I put him back in the seat. I get him comfortable. His head's on the headrest. He literally – I have photos. He looks dead. (laughs) I was like, okay, don't move. So meanwhile, the guy – Did you buckle him in? I didn't buckle him in, no. Um, I've buckled in an actual turkey before. You didn't buckle in Zion? So the guy who's on the phone crying in the car next to me is watching this all go down. And I'm like, oh, you must think I'm a great dog parent. Um, And then I go to shut the door. I'm like, okay, Zion, don't move. But I'm like, you're too drugged up. You're not going to move. Okay, just stay there. Don't breathe too hard. I slam the car door to run around to the other side. And I slammed my finger in the door. (laughs) Oh, no. It's legitimately double the size right now. Let's it's, see it. It's not good. I don't know if you can tell on the camera. That one? It's it's this one, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it is basically double the size. 
So then I'm like, how bad did that hurt? It hurt a lot. And I was like, fuck. And I have all these like sad people with like depressed over their dogs. I'm like, sorry, sorry. So I like run around, jump in the car. Meanwhile, my phone is going off. My work. Did you phone. cry? I would have cried. I didn't cry. Okay. So Zion is sloped over. I will can we will put a picture online because I have yes, pictures please. of him in the seat here. I can show Nicole. This is what I was I'm- dealing with. Oh my god. That looks he, like him on a normal day though, I feel like. It's wet. He was couldn't keep his head up, tongue fully out of his mouth. Um <laughs> he so my phone's going off. So I grab my phone and it's emails from work. So I'm like, this is what I need right now. So my fingers like double the size, throbbing. My dog is drooling over my center console and like slipping every time his head because he can't hold his head up. So we drive home. It's a 30 minute drive. I was like, let me not take the highway. It's super backed up. There was an accident. I'm going to take back roads. Zion almost fell off the seat three times. (laughs) We get him home. Jeff and I get him out of the car. He's definitely is still like off. And now Susie was freaking out all day. She hates when we leave and don't bring him back. Even though she's not here. She doesn't want the rats. (laughs) But she's like, where is he? Why didn't you bring him back? You don't seem phased. Where is he? So we bring him back. She's all excited. He comes in. He's like forgotten how to lay down. We have to like remind him how to lay down. So Jeff and I are like, okay, like, yeah, he's probably gonna have to sleep it off for a while. Whatever. I'm already like, I'm an awful mother because he's, you know, you feel bad when your kid has to get sedated and can't. So Jeff goes, both of our dogs don't like to have their nails clipped. It's a huge ordeal to clip their nails. Jeff's like, we should clip his nails while he's drugged up. Oh, that's genius. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'll sit by his head and keep him calm. You clip his nails. And we'll start in the back. We're like, this is a good idea. We're like, there'll be less trauma to him. He doesn't have to be stressed by it. What does the little butterball do? <laughs> he it- projectile vomits all over me. Oh, my God. It's gross. So that's the side effect of sedation is because it's poison really in your body. Your body yeah. rejects it and you throw up. This little mother trucker projectile vomited five times, twice on the oh carpet, once in his house, twice more in the kitchen. Like just, it's like the exorcist. Like he just opens his mouth and just vomits <laughs> oh everywhere. And now he's like, it's like, it's insane. So he keeps projectile vomiting. So my day has been like, Drugged up dog, panicked over results, finger shutting door, can't say guy's last name, projectile vomiting everywhere, all over me while we're cutting the nails. And then so we clean it all up, we get him settled, and he's just like covered in it. And we get him settled, and Jeff goes, Should we keep cutting his nails? No, no, but at this point, I might as well. I, yeah, we did. We, we finished cutting his nails. <laughs> he just. And Susie's, like, panicked because she doesn't understand what's happening. And she knows he's not feeling good. Every time I think I could maybe have a dog, then I think, no, I'll just, en- I'll just enjoy your dogs. I just, I love them. So, like, this would be, he would be the dog that has the, like, adverse reaction to the anesthesia. Which now in my head, I'm like, we have to sedate him several more times. We haven't neutered him yet because nobody will neuter him if he had a clopstrachia. We have to do the surgery to fix the breathing. We might have to do surgery to fix an umbilical hernia. We definitely have to sedate him to get x-rays of his back legs. So literally, 
I can count four more times we might have to sedate him. We cannot do this four more times. He's just going to have to hang out, like, outside for a while. You live in a warm climate. Projectile vomit all over. I think he's going to have to stay outside till he feels better after those other sedations. No, we'll just keep him in the kitchen like we should have done from the jump. Yeah. That's like my day. It's like never Jeff that gets thrown up on. It's never Jeff <laughs> whose finger gets shut in the door. I think next week, next time you should have a conference call and you can't go. <laughs> He's like, it's really important, Hope. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really is, is it that it? important? How important is it? <laughs> so. That well, that day. sounds, you're like, and then it was 11 a.m. And. <laughs> No, this was like we got home at like five, so it was well, an that all day of nightmarish. I just feel bad. Yeah. Like I, he looks, he's so doped up. He's so, I'm so happy he's, that Mr. Wrinkles is doesn't have a clapstrachia, though. Yes, that's really good. So now we just need to figure out what he does, in fact, have. I know. Because if those of you don't know, I'm not a huge animal person. What? Yeah. I like the idea of them, and I like looking at animals, but I don't like them to be able to touch me. That's my thing. I left Nicole in charge of my dog for 12 hours once. You what? I left you in charge of Susie for 12 hours. Oh, yeah. Susie had a great time. I but was I so like nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous for you walking her. I know. She is taller than you. I forgot I was like, about that. Do you remember when you were like, okay, be super – because you were living in an apartment at the time, and it was the second floor? Third. Third. Oh. And you're like, okay, when you walk down the stairs, she gets excited when you get to the end, so make sure like she doesn't pull you down the stairs. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> Great. Couldn't have been a better – like she couldn't have done it better. Stood right by me, nothing. And then the next morning, I was with Hope, and she was walking Susie <laughs> – Susie pulled her down the stairs. Hope dropped the leash, and Susie like ran away. And I was like, "Oh, really?" That was so funny. She was well behaved for you because I threatened her life. Did you only walk her that once the whole time? No, I don't think so. Okay, I was about to be like, "That's impressive," because she demands to go out every like hour and forty five minutes. No, I think we went out a couple times, but um, I was stressed. She's taller than you. Yeah, she stands on her. Looks like a deer. (laughs) One of your dogs looks like a turkey. One of your dogs looks like a deer. It's just like I get. I don't know what it is. I always like like when I see dogs in public, I'm like, oh, cute dog. But I get people that like have really strong reactions to my dogs. Same with my parents' dogs. My parents, maybe it's because we're like nuts and we like big dogs. I don't know. I think, I think Susie because she doesn't look. She looks like know. a science experiment. She's fuzzy. She looks like well. a deer. She literally looks like a deer. Yeah. Oh. Is her coloring and then her weight, like her, she's very thin, but she's very tall. Yeah. She's got super long legs. She's got the Dane legs with like a German Shepherd body. She kind of almost looks like a, I'm going to say fawn color, but that, like a caramel color greyhound in a way. Yeah. She, she's just an odd looking dog. Yes, that was my day. It was just like, I'm like looking at these emails in the car with my drugged up dog. And I'm like, is this real life? Like it was one of those moments <laughs> yes, that I was yes, like, it what, is for you. what decisions did I make that got me here? Because I don't actively remember making these decisions. You got, you got pets. <laughs> I mean, I guess when you decided to go into more of an unpredictable industry. 
You could have gone into the park service and been a real life Parks and Rec, but no. <laughs> you didn't want to do that. Because what part of me screams, oh my God, I should work for a park? <laughs> I don't know. So we, because so Nicole's in my degree, there was different concentration areas that you could get. One was parks and protected areas. I was in travel and tourism, which is where events fell. We would do a lot of like class group activities where they would divide the cohort up and have us interact with each other. And I remember one semester, my travel and tourism cohorts, all the kids getting the concentration area travel and tourism, got partnered with all of the kids in the parked and protected areas. And we had to work on a project together. So there's like maybe 15, 12, 12 to 15 tourism kids and then probably another 10 parks and protected areas. It wasn't the most happen of the cohort. Um <laughs> And, like, literally, you couldn't put two human beings in the same room together, like, that were more different. So, like, they want to keep the trees. The, my cohorts all want to pow over the trees, put in fake trees and a hotel. <laughs> like, we couldn't agree. There was no way we were going to problem solve this to success. Everybody's like, pave it over. And the parks and protected areas are like, no, but there might be a leaf that hasn't been seen in 100 years. And we're all like... Fuck the leaf. Name the part. Name the hotel after the leaf, and then just like it was the dumbest thing in the world. Well, but your degree is parks and recreation, right? Yes, my full degree is park recreation and tourism management, concentration area travel and tourism. So I learned right. about all. We don't that care about that end part. I just always liked. Well, especially freshman year, I always would be like parks and rec, and I hope hated it, which just made it funnier. But it's not funny when you live it. I don't know how to make people understand that. Jeff and I have this conversation all the time because Jeff is a very big fan of the Jersey Shore. I don't need to watch the Jersey Shore. I can just go visit some of my family. I can call my older brother, who is going to hate me for saying this, but he looks like Vinny. Like, I don't need to... It's not fun, entertaining television when you can, like, go to a family funeral and live that. You know, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm sure that people <laughs> just can't even handle it anymore. I'm sure the people who are dating people that are in prison feel like that, you know, everybody what? who's like, people who watch like people obsess over that love and lockdown. Oh, love. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the people who are dating somebody in prison don't find that entertaining because they're living it. Like, it's just, yeah, that's it's true. not <laughs> fun for them. That is true. I didn't think about that, but it was fun for me. So that's oh. all that matters. I enjoyed it. I feel like you were at the height then. I'm feeling like um, you and your my whole college mm-hmm, my whole college career was just took place for your entertainment. That is accurate, and I enjoyed it. Okay, I thought of something. Not to completely change topics, but what do you think is an, a reasonable price to pay for a couch? Like, what would you pay for a couch? Oh, don't ask me this. I'm warped. I got raised by Ashburn. I don't know. I don't know the price of anything. Um, what would you just, if you just had to blindly guess? How big is the couch? How many people does it sit? Is it a sectional? Is it leather? Like, I think. Okay. It's, it would be like three pieces. So like an arm, a middle, an arm, and then an ottoman that would be like you could use as a chaise piece. Okay, so the couch, that sounds like the couch I had in my old place. Yes. The blue one. I think I paid in the 
five hundred to six dollar six hundred range for that gown. Okay, all right. <laughs> that is not because I was talking to my dad the other day. I was like, okay, the couch. I think everyone knows the restoration hardware cloud couch, mm-hmm. which is I price it out. It would be like five grand for what I want. But yeah. I don't think I would buy it because I don't like the way it wears. Which I know that's like the whole gimmick. It's supposed to be really comfortable. But I think if you look at pictures of people that have had it for a couple of years, I, I think it just looks a little too worn for my taste. Mm-hmm. So West Elm makes a very good dupe, but it's not as, I don't know. And it's only 4000 instead of 5000 It's only $3,000. Which, looking at couches, I thought that was a good deal. And I was talking to my dad and I was like, hey, yeah, I found this couch. It's only 3000 He goes, what? Only three thousand. He's like, I don't have a couch. It's three thousand dollars. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I thought that was like a reasonable deal for no. a couch Why to last you... a very long time. Nicole, I think you just need to accept you were so out of touch with the rest of the world on prices of things. <laughs> About that. About a lot of things. Yeah. How much do you I pay want... for foundation? I don't know. $60. Okay. Dollars. Yeah, for a single bottle of foundation, not for your full face of makeup. I just think you have expensive taste and you just need to accept that. You need to marry Here's the problem is I like very specific things. And so only like three people or three companies make something like that. And so Mm -hmm. you can only – it's hard to – I was saying that. It's like why do I not like farmhouse? Because I could just go to any store anywhere and buy – a bunch of stuff. Like I like the, the one style that's not that readily available. I think you should just accept that you need to start a profile on a website for somebody with a sugar daddy and you just need to marry rich. I don't understand why that's such a bad if I'm not knocking it. I'm just being no, honest. No, it's not a bad idea. Like I love you very much and I want you to find happiness, but I think happiness is gonna need a trust fund and a million dollars. <laughs> like I think <laughs> like I, I think, yeah. You're going to need the, like, <laughs> that husband. I like, have to get a um, sugar daddy so you, I buy a couch. You know That's who just a real married? working girls type of thing. <laughs> so the um, Rebel Wilson just break up, broke up with the potentially gay Anheuser Bush heir. That's right up your alley. Okay. Do you want me to find out if he's available? <laughs> yeah, do a little, do a little research and see. That's it. like, you could do well. That family's worth a ton of money. I could well, I don't really want the cloud couch so I don't think it wears as well. But I could definitely get the other one. So I have a new goal for Jeff and I. I want Jeff and I to be a power couple. I've never given a shit about money. I mean I do, I want it. But like I don't <laughs> That's the best line I've ever heard. I don't give a shit about money. I mean I do, I want it. Like, but like, so I'm not like, I don't want to cut, I don't want it to sound like I'm like, I don't care about material things as I sit in my room of material things. I very <laughs> much like stuff, but I don't, I don't feel like it defines you. No, I don't think it defines you. And I don't, and I think you can do a lot of things in this life, not having a ton of money and be content oh, yeah. and beyond happy. And I think people with less money are often happier. That, I think that is a proven money. fact, actually. But I read a statistic the other day after the Super Bowl. Um, about Giselle Bujarania, and <laughs> I don't know how to say her last name. I just try to say it really exotic. And I, I, I don't care how you say it. That's how we're going to say it from now on. And uh, Mr. Tom Brady. Um, do you know what they're worth as a couple? Like a billion dollars. They're worth $600 million. I wasn't far off, actually. Okay. So that's now my new goal. Be worth $600 million? Yeah. 
All right. I'm sorry. Okay, here you go. The heirs to the Anheuser-Busch family. I think there's one, two, I think there's six of them. If you total up their inheritance, potentially, it's $13.4 billion. Oh, my God. So they each get, like, $2 billion? Yeah, they're insanely rich. I mean, their family has to drink shitty beer for the rest of their lives. But, I mean... I know. I was like, I don't like beer. What about the Pepsi? Can I get free? I'm sure they own some wineries and shit. Like, it's fine. You can find something you like. They'll probably be like, oh, you don't like... You like gin? We'll buy a distillery. Like, you want <laughs> Tangeray? We just bought Tangeray. Like, I'm sure that they're giving the money to do that. Oh, you want us to buy the Jack Daniels family? Sure, we'll get right on that. Hold on. Let me just swipe my credit card. Hold on. Did I put the Jack Daniels distillery on my black card? <laughs> Excuse me. Why? Do you Venmo? Excuse me, Mister. With a little tiny emoji of like the the drunk face and like a martini glass. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like a little thing of alcohol and like the cash. Just yeah, like that. that's the Venmo thing. I That'd mean, be amazing. Thirteen point four. I think that that's right up your alley. You could afford the three thousand dollar couch. With the I think I could afford the three thousand dollar couch then. So that'd probably be like we have twenty. Is <laughs> is what you're saying? Yeah, I think you have to marry rich. I think you just need to accept it. But the three thousand is a little freaking ridiculous. Okay, all right, back to the drama. If it was like a sectional, like one of those, you know, sectionals. No, my um, I think I've decided what I want my house aesthetic to be. Oh, what? Um, I think I'm just gonna give up on couches because Jeff and I can't agree on what we want it to look like, and we're just gonna get love sacks, gigantic beanbags. Oh my god, you talk about mud like those things are like three grand a pop. Talk to me about finances. Well, I never said that I had a better grasp. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I I just think that that would be a good compromise between Jeff and I. Okay. I like. I mean, I like it. I want to sit on one, so I'm game for that. Want grossly oversized beanbag chairs everywhere. I keep asking for it for every holiday and every birthday, and Jeff's like, "Where are we gonna put it?" I'm like, "We'll throw the couch out." It will all of a sudden become an outdoor couch. I don't understand why you're questioning this. <laughs> you have it all figured out. Why is he? The only that's the one thing that he brought into this house that he did not back down on was down on was the couch. Okay. Do you have anything exciting to say before we do our challenge for the episode? I don't think so. Sorry, I took up all the time. No, that's fine. It was a very it was a it, it was a real roller coaster. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that I just look at my life and I'm like, okay, this is where we'll be. Okay. So do you want to tell the people what we're doing? Oh, we're gonna do an are you smarter than a fifth grade challenge to see if we are. So Nicole and I very much are those people that like see those kind of shows and are like, how did you get that wrong? Exactly. So we're going to see, which this one might be hard because I found, I found like a generic, are you smarter than a fifth grader thing? And I was like, all right, this is all right. But then I found a different one on BuzzFeed that's 12 questions that contestants actually got wrong on the show. Mm -hmm. So we figured like, oh, we would get them right. So obviously, watch, we'll get like one right. Um, We'll get one right between us, but that's okay. We like to challenge ourselves. So, I'm getting. Oh, are we not? Paper. Can we? I thought we were gonna work together. We are, but I just need to. You need scrap paper. I need scrap paper in case there's any math. 
So this is 12 questions that were legitimately gotten wrong by the adult contestants and got correct by the kid contestants. Okay, I'm ready. I feel oh. really confident, to be honest. I don't, just based off the first question. Okay, great. I'm so excited. So our viewers, our listeners, our viewers, you can't see us. Whatever. Our listeners, we don't have name. We should come up with a name for our listeners. The Chaotics. Um, <laughs> just like chaos pure chaos my nose is running i'm so nervous so glad we weren't cast on this show um <laughs> this already i we're already screwed okay number okay. one number one the flag of the european union features a circle of how many stars five <laughs> eight ten or twelve <laughs> okay wait my choices five eight ten or twelve the flag of the european union Features a circle of how many stars? Is this going to be a dumb question? But does Brexit have any? Th- is this going to be dependent on Brexit or not? Mm, the quiz is from May twentieth of this of this past year. So Brexit, I don't know. There's got to. There's more than it doesn't. No, US time out, Nicole. Nicole, time out. There's more countries in the European Union than twelve. Is there not? Yeah, there are. But I didn't know like if that counted because like wouldn't England and was Ireland part of Brexit or no? Just Britain. I, <laughs> I figured it out. I problem solved in my head. Okay, but I don't. What I'm saying is, is if why would they take one star away when there's more than twelve? Isn't there? There's like a lot of countries in the European Union. Mm-hmm. I would say the highest number, twelve. But I feel like that's where they set you up. I feel Eight. like it has to be ten. Oh, there's a ten. Okay, let's do yeah. ten. Okay, we're gonna go ten. Yeah, I feel good about it. Oh, yeah, you would have been wrong. You would have been right. It was 12. <laughs> it was 12. Wait, so how many countries are in the European Union? 12, I guess. Or is there 11 now? That was my question. Maybe I thought too hard about it. 27. So it has nothing to do with that. Why does the flag... <laughs> Why does the EU flag have 12 stars? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It's just a design. <laughs> it features a circle of 12 gold stars on a blue background. They, st- they stand for the ideals of unity, solidarity, harmony among the peoples of Europe. The number of stars has nothing to do with the number of member countries, though the circle is a symbol of unity. Okay, so we were – see, we, we, I think we thought too much about it. What if we just went with a blind answer, we might have got it. All right, well, that was a dumb question. This is going to go great. We got the first one wrong. Okay. Second question. <laughs> Maybe we should to the other quiz. <laughs> no one in fifth grade knew this, though. If they were diversely taught, obviously, we only learned Virginia history. Virginia. We only learned about Virginia. Where's a Virginia quiz? We could ace that. How many teaspoons are in five tablespoons? Oh, hold 10, on. 10, 15, 20, or 25? Okay, wait, what was it? How many teaspoons are in five tablespoons? Do you know how many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? Um, Four. Is it four or three? Because three would be 15. It might be three. I think four tablespoons equals fourth a cup. I think it's three teaspoons are in a tablespoon. So yeah, go 15. Oh, we got it right. Oh, yeah. We got it right? Yes. Good job to us. Good job. Okay, question number three. Let me put on my question voice. The bassoon is a member of what musical family? The woodwind? woodwind, percussions, brass, or strings. 
So woodwinds are the ones you have to stick the reed in, right? What was the last one you said? String. It's not a string. Yeah. It's not a percussion, I hope. What does it look like? It's like a big, tall thing. I really think it's woodwind. <laughs> so, that was super helpful. <laughs> it's so, a big, tall thing. <laughs> I don't know. Did you do this at your school? They did this thing where you could like come to your middle school when you were in fifth grade in the evening and try out a bunch of different instruments. Not very COVID friendly. <laughs> so you could figure out what class you wanted to take because you could pick like band, chorus, like those things. And you had to know what like instrument you wanted to play. Um, so I went because I well, I'm good at music. So I was like, oh, I'll pick an instrument. Right. Um, I couldn't play any of the brass or any of the woodwind. Like I couldn't make a sound come out. Yeah, I don't know if we've, I don't I guess you've never been exposed to my beautiful musical talents. I did not go to that because that would have been a disaster. What music did you take in middle school? Chorus, which again, disaster. I took guitar, so. I'm going to say I, woodwind because that was my yeah. gut, but I don't know. Oh, we got that right. Two, we got it right? Yeah. Two, 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 two. We know music. All right. Question four. In what U.S. city do the Allegheny and Monogalia rivers meet and form the Ohio River? Uh, Pennsylvania. What's U.S. city, Nicole? U.S. city. What city's in Pennsylvania? Uh, Pennsylvania. What's U.S. city, Nicole? U.S. city. What city's in Pennsylvania? Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Cleveland, or Minneapolis? Pittsburgh. Gotta be Pittsburgh, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, we got it right. Thank God. (laughs) I was like, started, because isn't Cleveland close to Pittsburgh? I was like, watch it be freaking Cleveland. Cleveland's in Ohio, but I don't know how close, I don't know. That's where my geography stops. I knew where the rivers were. I don't, that was not part of the question, Hope. (laughs) You do, you did my favorite thing though, when people are like, you watch the game shows all the time and you're like, in what U.S. city? And you're like, Pennsylvania. (laughs) I just got so excited that I knew something and then it wasn't even right. Okay. Are we ready for this question five? Yes. If Jacob stands on Spencer's shoulders, Uh they are two and a half yards high. How many feet is that? Three feet are in a yard. So six, seven and a half. Is that right? So I have a six and a half, a 12, a 10 and a half, and a seven and a half. You have a seven and a half? Yeah. So it's got to be because your half a yard is, would be 1.5. Yeah, I think it's seven and a half. Oh, we got that one right too. Oh my God, we're on a roll. We should totally How many faces are there on a cube? Four, six, eight, or 10? Hold on. Let me draw a cube in the ratchet way. Six, right? Oh, I'm drawing. Four sides, top and bottom. Yeah, six. Oh, we got it right. Yay, we're so smart. First question made me really nervous. I know, I was really nervous too. Okay, get out your pencil. Oh, God. All right. Next question. If Pablo divides 1,100 and... Nope, nope, nope. 111,111. That's how you say numbers, Hope. Wait, so what? 111,111. So basically six one. 
Oh, just six ones. Okay. Yeah. Can I be really honest? I have forgotten how to do long division. I had to do, I was watching, side note, I was watching Amazing Race and they had, did I tell, did I tell this already? And they did long, they did do long division on something. I was like, I'm going to see if I can do it. It took me a hot minute to remember how to do it. Well, 11 times. Let's see if this is right. One, 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 one. So it has, gives us four options. Okay. What is it? 111. 111. The three ones. Okay. 1,000. Okay. 1,111. Okay. I just did that. I don't think that's it because then you add and it gives twos. At 10,101. What? You can't 10, get to 10,101. Like, can you, you get to twos if you multiply, if it's a multiple of 11. I thought it's just of itself. One times whatever is itself. And you but only then have one. if you do it times, if I did 1,111 times 11, then you have another, you know, the second one has another line. I, you're literally speaking a foreign language. I, my gut would have been 1,111, but obviously. Okay, let me try this. Because this, okay, because this is going to be, I think it's going to be, oh wait, one plus. But I thought it can't be the, anything with a zero, because the zero would can't It'll be out. a zero. Okay, so it's not a thousand. I thought you just added two ones to whatever the number was. I think, yeah, that could work. Yeah, because that's what I mean. I think it's 20. It's going to be twos because then you add the second line. One plus zero, zero. No, because then that's a zero. Okay, maybe it's this 10,000. We should phone a friend and see if Jeff can help us on this one. Okay, it might be this. Let's see. One plus, okay, one. Okay, it's this. Oh, wait, maybe not. (laughs) All right, my guess would be the, is it 10,101? I'll trust you. Oh my god, you got it right. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. I would gotten that wrong. We got it right? Yeah. Eat that 12th grade math. <laughs> Nicole did not do well in math. I did not. But see, math like this I'm much better in than math like imaginary numbers. All right. Next question. Okay. In English, lice, L I C E is the plural of what word? Okay. Lie, lice, loose, L-U-S-E, or louse, L-O-U-S-E. Ooh, Isn't it louse? Louse, yeah. Isn't it de-louse? Yeah, I think it's louse. Oh, we got it right. I feel like I knew that from watching CSI, the Las Vegas one. Because they say de-louse as a medical term. Though I was a little worried it was going to be lice was the plural of lice. I did too. <laughs> but when you said louse, I was like, that, that was my guess. Okay, next question. What color in the visible light spectrum does chlorophyll in plants absorb the least? Oh, the least? Red, green, black, or magenta? So is oh my black, God, the I guess, least? Is black on the visible? Well, no. Okay, it's not on the visible light because isn't black like the absence of yeah, I think so. Joy or something like that. <laughs> Okay, here's my guess. Here's my theory. I would almost say magenta because I know in tattoos, when you get them lasered off, pink is the hardest one to get lasered off. 
But what does that have to do with chlorophyll and plants? So I argue the difference in my office at work, I have a plant with a indoor light lamp and one of the colors is like a magenta red. But I think they absorb red, but I think magenta. So isn't the color you see when you look at something the color that's least absorbed? So we see green when we look at plants. Doesn't green bounce back at you? Oh, yeah, that is. I think that is true. So we want to go green? Yeah, I go green. We got it right. Good job. Oh, man, I'm so glad I paid attention in science. Class. You did a great job on that one. You saved us because I would have said magenta. All right. With your, I love how your theory was tattooing, which has so much to do with plants. Well, no, because it was light. So I was saying because the laser, you know, it's a light that and it doesn't absorb it as much. But that would make sense because our skin tends to lean pink, which means it's the least likely to be absorbed. Yeah, it's the least contrast because blacks, I think, the, the easiest to get rid of. See, we're smart. All right. I had a theory. Right. <laughs> it didn't pan out. But that's OK. Oh, boy. Okay. What was the original name of the city that was renamed Constantinople in the 4th century AD by Constantine the Great? Oh, I hated, I hated learning about world history in 9th and 10th grade. 10th grade was, never mind, that's not worth it. Uh, Byzantine, Athens, Istanbul, or Kaislasa plan. Okay. My instinct is I don't, never heard of the last one. Yeah, you're rid of it. Wasn't it Byzantine? I mean, the Byzantine Empire. Wasn't that pre-Constantinople? Or watch like Constantinople was the head, it was the main capital of the Byzantine Empire. Well, that sounds like, is it the one we've never heard of before? Like, oh, but it's been renamed. It was originally. No, it's asking us what is, wait. What is the original name of the city that was renamed Constantinople? So here's my question. Because we never heard of the last one, would it be that place? Because Athens is still Athens, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So what are our choices? The last one or Byzantine? Yeah, because the other two are two cities that exist currently, which is Istanbul. Istanbul. That one. And Athens. Because I that would have been my guess, but there is an Istanbul, so I don't think it would be. Yeah. But right? the Byzantine is what my gut is telling me, but then I'm like, is it trying to trick me? But am I overthinking it? And it really is Byzantine. I know. That's exactly how I feel. All right. Flip a coin. K or B. What do we think? Byzantine? Yeah. Might yeah, let's do it. That. Because I just, Byzantine Empire sounds familiar. So I'm thinking. <gasps> we got it wrong. Yay! It was Byzantine? Yes. We're so smart. We would have been so dumb if we picked a city that was made up. Oh, that was city never existed? I think so. Okay. Good job, us. That's the All only right. thing. I remember Alexander the Great and the Ottoman Empire and apparently yeah, that was the 19 seconds because I thought I would be able to take AP history. So I took pre-AP and then I was like, yeah, fuck this. I don't, I'm not that into history. No, because it was like World History 1 and World History 2 in ninth and 10th grade. Mm-hmm. I liked World History 2. But- well, it proved us well in this challenge. Apparently, we should have known that in sixth grade, though. Half the time, we're using our high school knowledge to get us through these questions. That's exactly true. All right, next question. Budapest is the capital of what European country? Turkey, Hungary, France, or Cyprus? Okay, so we can eliminate France. We can eliminate Cyprus. Cyprus, Turkey, or Hungary? Budapest, Turkey, or Budapest, Hungary? Oh, both of them sound right. But wait, what? I want to say Turkey. Isn't Istanbul the capital of Turkey? Oh, 
It's Budapest, Hungary. Yeah. Okay. I'll like it. Yes. You you good job. Right. That was all you. All you think was that, you know, that song. That was like, <laughs> I'll play it for you later. <laughs> I know what song you're talking about, actually. Okay. That's all I could think of. It just lists all those places. All right. Known as the Conqueror, what was the first name of the king who won the throne of England in 1066? William, right? It literally gives three of the most generic white named James, British William, John, Henry, and William, and then Napoleon. I, I, my gut instinct is William the Conqueror, but maybe that's not right. I mean, you could literally stick any of these names in front of the Conqueror, and it would sound fine. Henry the Conqueror, John the Conqueror, oh. William the Conqueror, Napoleon the Little Tiny Conqueror. <laughs> the, the baby conqueror. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. As, as any, like William, Henry, John. I think it's Jack, William. Rose. I mean, like it could be. <laughs> so you want to go with William? Yeah. We got it right. Yay! Who so we got eleven of the twelve. I'm so proud of us. I am really proud of us. Kind of makes me wonder how what kind of questions are on the other one. Well, we, look. Okay, this is the other quiz. It's opening it right now. Oh, these are harder. Well, just off <laughs> We're like, never mind. We're in out of time. Bye-bye. <sighs> these are more diverse, I will say. Just flipping to them. We just okay. did such a good job. If a car is traveling at 40 miles per hour, how long will it take to go 190 miles? Can I? Well, why can't we use our phones? Why are we using long division like idiots? Why have we not? They don't get your phone on the show. Oh, you can't. Okay, I was like, why? We're so dumb. Just use the. So forty goes into what'd you say? It's one hundred and ninety. So it's four hours. What? I'm sorry. What? What number? It's forty miles per hour. How long will it take you to go one hundred and ninety miles? It has to be four hours. Four goes into nineteen. Four hours and 45 minutes. Okay, great. Good job. <laughs> yep, I got it right. Okay, thanks. I didn't know. I would, don't tell me. anybody. I literally wrote out the multiples of 40 to get there. <laughs> True or false? The following picture is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And it is definitely no. not. Because that is Spike from Land Before Time. Not Chomper. Chomper was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right. Spike was a Stegosaurus. I was going to say, is it a Stegosaurus? I cannot watch Land Before... I'm not allowed to watch Land Before Time because it makes me sad every time. <laughs> if we hold on... I can't. I, I literally... I can't. I'm not allowed to watch it because I can't handle it. Our dreams will now... So I've only ever watched it, but I would kind of like want to watch it. I was like, no. Oh, my God. We can add that to our movie list of what we do. No. I, well, have you seen all of them? The, the, no. The they I'm find Conker. Oh my god! After the one where his parents die, it's fine. It's much more upbeat. Um, sorry, Sp- spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! You never. It's a horrible movie. Don't watch it. No, the later ones are better. When they find Chomper, is amazing. You've never even met Chomper. I don't know what I've seen or not seen. You have never seen the greatest plot twist in freaking animated movie history. When they find, oh my god, we're watching those. Add this. We're gonna watch the tragic. <laughs> Dear America movies, and then we're watching Little House on the Prairie. 100% okay. greatest weekend of my life. I love those movies. I have all, I as a kid when I had my surgeries, I always got one of those characters as a stuffed animal. They all uh-huh. are, I still have them. They have the hospital bands around their neck. 
That's because I would nice. take the I would take the wristband off my wrist, put it on the toy, and then they had to keep the toy with me because it had my identification. That was smart. I'm a smart kid, but oh my god, that is like one of the greatest movie series ever. All right, I can't watch the episode of Winnie the Pooh where Cassie flies home. <laughs> We've had this conversation. This is this is the only episode I cry like a baby. Every time it never gets any better. If you've never seen that episode of Winnie the Pooh, go dig through YouTube until you find it. We it wrecks your life. That <laughs> this is how we're friends is because we both just hate that episode. We both had to start therapy sessions with the reason I am what I am is because I had to watch Cassie fly home. Cassie fly away. <laughs> That's true. Doesn't Cassie come back? I couldn't even tell you how that ends. Does Cassie come back? I believe she comes back and visits, I think. But I don't know. I was crying. I couldn't. It's the Mandela <laughs> effect. You made that up in your head to make it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, I couldn't boy. see through the tears. That's fine. Mm-hmm, we did. What unit of measurement is abbreviated by OZ? Ounces. Ounces. Okay, that's right. I was sort of questioning myself there for a second. <laughs> I know because it's they're they're so simple that now you just overthink it. I feel like. Oh, it gives you the subject. Oh, well, that helps. Okay, subject: second grade health. Okay. True or false? The human soul shoulder. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the human soul, and I was like, I did not learn about that in health. <laughs> the human soldier soldier. <laughs> Help the human the shoulder, shoulder. I could never say it. Is a ball and socket joint. True. Is it? Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. Oh, we got that right. Okay. <laughs> we just can't overthink it. I think our first instinct has to be the instinct. Or the All right. The next whatever. one is third grade life science. Oh God, help us. Which one of these is a mammal? A seahorse, a sea lion, or a sea urchin? A sea lion, the middle sea one. Lion. Yeah. Wait, what's a seahorse? He carries the babies to term. Why wouldn't a seahorse be a mammal? Because <laughs> I want because he's a fish. I don't know. <laughs> because he can't breathe under. Because he can. It, a mammal it, can't it, breathe underwater. Like he needs air. Huh? Doesn't a mammal need air? Is that a requirement of a mammal? I thought, I thought they had to carry their own young. I thought they couldn't lay eggs. Yes. But I think the seahorse, it's eggs in the pouch. The male seahorse. Mm, okay. Sea lion it is. I still think it's a seahorse. I would have guessed the seahorse was a mammal, too. All right. Let me... I'll, okay. you do. I'm going to Google... How to spell mammal? M-A-M-M-E-L. M-A-M-M-A-L. Whatever. Let's see. Okay. Here it is. It has to... Hair for warm-blooded... Young, born, alive, mammary glands, and a complex brain. That doesn't really tell us as much as you think it would need. Did you Google, is a seahorse a mammal? Oh, no, sorry. I just Googled what makes up a mammal. Nicole, you got to get better. If you're going to be the one Googling during this I'm episode, you got to be better. Is a seahorse a mammal? a mammal? I object. They give birth to live babies. But I think they're kind of eggs. They don't look like eggs when they're shooting out of their daddy's tummy. Yeah, this is true. Oh my god, I was like, I think it's a fish, and I was like, that sounds. But I said it. We have it on document. Which continent is the least populated? Okay, second grade. It's gotta be Antarctica, right? Oh, is that a choice? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, we got that right. Okay. Since the late 1930s, what calendar date has been designated for the inauguration of the United States president? The 20th. Is it the 20th? 
Yeah. We just had this happen. Oh, it was 20th. In the initials of the federal ag- agency known as NASA, what does the first no. A stand for? <laughs> You're not good at acronyms. Okay, okay. Okay, it's and the NASA. National, okay, is it the National Aeronautics and Space Association? Is it the National Air and Space Association? No, it's not that one. I, I think it's the aeronautics. Aeronautics? Oh, it is. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, because I remember we had to look it up one time because I did not know what it stood for. What revolutionary leader wrote the influential Common Sense in 1776? Okay. <laughs> That's like the one thing I remember. from. But that was in middle school that I remember that. I don't feel like in fifth grade we would have been able to answer these, but maybe fifth graders are smarter now. What was the name of the first satellite pulled into orbit by the United States? I need names. Explorer Titan Mercury Apollo. So Apollo was the space shuttles. Mm-hmm. The Apollo mission. So get rid of that. Yeah. Wasn't Mercury the, the missions before Apollo? What were the other choices? What was the first Explorer one? or Titan? Hmm. My guess would be Titan. I know. I kind of feel like that too because I feel like I just heard about it and it was a name that I didn't think fit. Isn't Titan the gods in the sky? And that I feel like that that was why. They- oh, yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I'm, I go with Nope. It. We're wrong. It's Explorer. <laughs> okay. That was my second guess. But I, I thought I heard it and it was a name that I didn't think fit. That's why I didn't think Explorer was it. But that would make the most sense. It didn't fit because it's the only non-Greek mythology name on the list. <laughs> oh, oh, Mercury. I didn't think about that at all. All right. And then it has two bonus questions. What ancient civilization built the Machu Picchu complex in Peru? So I love these answers. It's the Mayans, the Incas, the Aztecs, or the Zappos. Oh, my instinct was the um was okay, get rid of Incas. Get rid of the Incas. Aztecs yeah. or the Mayans? My, Wasn't the my, Mayans Machu Picchu? Yeah, I think. Who invented the calendar? We were wrong. We were completely wrong. It was the Incas. Oh, I was gonna say, well, I thought Aztecs was my guess, and then I almost Yes, the poor Incas. A lot of other people take credit for their work. Yeah. Because I I mean, if you had told me it was one of the other ones, I would have believed you. Bonus question number two. What species can live on both water and land? <laughs> the sea lion. <laughs> what are the choices? Anthropods, bird, fish, or amphibians? Amphibians? <laughs> now I don't. I'm questioning everything. I will never forget that because as a kid, I went on a duck tour. Which, if you don't know what a duck tour is, Google it now. They use an is it amp- when they drive into the water? Yeah, so it's a okay. like a tour bus that then become become a boat, and it's a World War II amphibious vehicle. Oh God! Meaning land and water. <laughs> so I feel like we're smarter than a fifth grader. I I think that in a fifth grade though, I wouldn't have known half that stuff. No, a hundred percent, I wouldn't have known it. I would have known, yeah, maybe half. Which is probably why you never see a kid from Virginia competing on that show. Because they don't know history. They know Virginia history. Yeah. Is there? We should try to find if there's a Virginia history quiz because I feel like we could ace that. Or be disappointed in ourselves. <laughs> I, know, I was going to say, or forget everything that we've learned. But either way. They would start talking about the regions of Virginia and I'd be like. Piedmont, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Tidewater. What are the other ones? 
It's all I got. I your mom teaches in the school in Virginia. What is the region <laughs> of Virginia? It's all I don't know. Okay, this made me think of, did you in, I don't First know. First of all, grade, did you know there's five? What are they? The Tidewater, the Piedmont, the Blue Ridge, the Valley and Ridge, and the Appalachian Plateau. Okay, I was gonna say I think they're after mountains. So Blue Ridge and Appalachian, I would I would have gotten like four out of. Oh them. no, I feel like we learned six because did we learn Coastal Plain, Tidewater, Piedmont, Blue Mont, Blue Ridge, Valley Ridge, and Appalachian Plateau? Didn't we learn six? Sure, Coastal Plain sounds familiar. You still have your schedules. We should just off this podcast compare schedules. <laughs> Remember, I don't know if I still have my schedule. I'm sure we can request a transcript. Be <laughs> like. Hello, Mr. Bridge. Can we have a... I will get Louise on it, see if she can get us a transcript. <laughs> I don't want a transcript, to be honest with you. I wasn't going to give it to you. You'd lose it. I'll hold on to it. <laughs> you will you laminate it for me? Oh, Someday me... when your kids are like, what do I need school? I'm going to pull it out and be like, do you want to be your mother? You know what I found out today about my mother? She was talking about something else, and then she goes, well, in... I guess 11th grade, they did self-paced math. And so everyone got like a thin booklet for each chapter, theoretically, like each unit. And they all were just in the cafeteria. And then you were supposed to just go by, you know, self-paced. So then if you finished it all, then you would go on to the next booklet. Mm -hmm. But her maiden name is at the end of the alphabet. And so, and there's a lot of people that, she grew up in a smaller town, so they're, everyone's friends with everybody. It's kind of insane. And so she talked through the thing and failed math. And then she's like, it, I didn't fail. It was just an incomplete. Failed math, and she had to retake it senior year. And I was like, are you kidding me? You gave me so much harp about, or gripe, about math, and you failed math. I just will keep it laminated for your kids someday so I can be like, do you want to be your mom? No. Pay attention in school. Do you want to be your mother? She's delightful. <laughs> the exact <laughs> quote I used to prove my point. Like, do you want to be her? Do you want to grow up to be her and think $3,000 is an acceptable amount for a three-person couch? Yeah, that's what I thought. A three-person couch and a, a giant ottoman. I don't care that you're an Anheuser Bush heir, child. <laughs> I thought it was reasonable. Turns I out. And your trust fund is a billion dollars. You still don't want to be your mom. All right. I have our Tinder bios. Tinder. Ooh, is that going to be our new little song for this? No, like I'm never doing that again. Stop. Oh, okay. But we could just cut it and put it on the episodes if we want. Yeah. Okay. Let's add more editing to our play. <laughs> All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. This guy's 29 and it says PhD as his job. So we got that going for him. Two eyes, two ears, a chin, a mouth, ten fingers, two nipples, a butt, two kneecaps, a penis. I've just described to you the Loch Ness Monster. And the reward for his capture, all the riches in Scotland. (laughs) I highly doubt the Loch Ness Monster only has two nipples. (laughs) That's, That's your part. That's your hang up on that. Yeah. Have also, you- why does he have to be a boy? Isn't his name Nelly? He doesn't have a penis. Nelly, Nessie, 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 Nelly, Nelly, Nessie. 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 I don't know. Or is right. that from? Because in Twilight, wow, we referenced to that in two podcasts. I know. Renesmee goes by Nessie, which she doesn't like. Yes. 
Why yeah. does it have to? No, I don't think it has just two nipples. Leo writes him back, excuse me, Mr. PhD. I don't think he has two nipples. He's like a PhD in Loch Ness Monster. In Loch Ness, in Invisible Things. Oh my God, I'm going to start telling people that. You think the Loch Ness Monster isn't real? No, I believe it's real, but I just don't see it. I think it's I'm going to get my PhD in Bigfoot because no one can tell me I'm wrong. Okay, cool. All I could think of though when I read that was, have you seen, it's one of my favorites, the TikTok sound that was like, her arms were cut off. Her ears were cut off. <laughs> Just me think of that. That's like the girls watching Criminal Minds sound effect. Yes. Yes. And While I eating dinner. One, there's one that it's a, it's a dog and it's face and it's like me telling what happens when dogs run away and its face is so funny in it. <laughs> okay. Now, this one was a real mind bender for me. More than the last one? Yeah, actually, yeah. It makes sense if you don't think about it. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Parentheses. If you know, you know. I don't know. That's As for the me, bio for the Illuminati. Okay. As for me, I can't possibly sum it up here. What I do, what's the word I'm looking for? Ellipses. Some who is normal, but realizes there is no such thing as normal. Refer to the first line, LOL. It makes sense if you don't think about it. Do you know why I hate him? Why? Because he used LOL. <laughs> this is an LOL free house. Swipe right. Swipe left. What is the rejection? I don't even remember. Left. I just was like, okay. Wow. I have always wondered what it was like to be high. I'm going to guess that that's what it's like. I guess that's what it's like. It sounds very, like, trippy for me. The emotional experience I just went through was to been what it's like to be high. <laughs> and here's my last one. He's 29. If you can't handle me at my worst, then leave. Because I don't have a best. I'm rude to read your own bio. I know. Listen, literally listen. So it goes, if you can't handle me at my worst, then leave because I don't have a best. I'm always awful. Which, I mean, hello. Not looking for anything serious, just marriage. If you're wondering why I'm so funny, I was fat as a kid. <laughs> Please tell me you swiped right on him. I might have. I don't know if we matched, though. So. Oh, my God. He's hilarious. But I thought that was actually funny. My I might have said that. You weren't fat as a kid. I was. Um, so I <laughs> Excuse that. me. You don't know that, though. I've seen pictures. Nicole, you're like the same size as a fucking Thumbelina. Shut Thank up. so much. That's such a nice compliment because I'm not. I saw myself in the mirror today. Oh, it wasn't saying today. Well, I mean, I don't ever think you're fat. But <laughs> oh, damn. That didn't go well. <laughs> I didn't mean to. That was such a dad burn. <laughs> Ed dexted it to me. All right, no, he did. <laughs> He's listening outside the room, waiting for opportunities to burn. He you. really is. I know. <sighs> no, but like, I've seen pictures of you as a kid. You were not a chunky kid. Oh, no, I not was a as chunky a kid. kid. Let's well, talking. He just. I get what you're saying now, but I'm saying, but you don't know that he wasn't fat as a kid. That's what he said. He was fat as a kid. I know, which he might have been. Because fat kids have personalities. Skinny kids don't. Because you needed I a, pers- I have a personality, but you weren't like ever. You were never like Giselle or skinny. No offense. 
<laughs> you were never walking a Paris runway at 14 as an anorexic child, Nicole. I hate to break that to you. First of all, you were vertically inclined. Yeah, no. Also, not a sample size. Were you ever a sample size? Oh, yeah. I was a double zero in high school. Okay, cool. You could have walked a runway, except for they wouldn't have been able to see you behind all the tall girls. <laughs> That's accurate. Are you here for Louis Vuitton kits? The <laughs> Chanel <laughs> kids collection. For Gap, Gap, Chot, Gap Baby. They're over there. Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> I love Oshkosh Bagosh. That's kind of one of those things that I feel like is a Mandela effect. Was it real? I don't know. We, Oshkosh, there used Bagosh to be... this. Did they ever say that or did just this whole generation of kids just say Oshkosh Bagosh? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they used, said it. they used to have one of the outlet mom. We used to go a lot. What was it Oshkosh or was it Oshkosh Bagosh? Oh, oh, I think it was just Oshkosh. Ah, uh, no, there was a Bagosh. I feel like we're living in an unreal society right now. This is, I wonder, I'm getting, getting really annoyed with all like the Gen X, Gen Q, whatever the fuck they're called now, that are like, you can't wear your hair parted to the side, you can't wear skinny jeans, you can't use the smiley face emoji, and then I hear conversations with you and I talking about Oshkosh Bagosh, and I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Look, I didn't choose fashion. Fashion chose me, so just dead silence. That's you how you spell that? What, Oshkosh Bagosh? I would have thought it was three words. Oshkosh Bagosh. No, it's not. like O apostrophe Bagosh <laughs> or Akash. I don't know. It's O-S-H-K-O-S-H. All one word. Uh-huh. Is there an apostrophe? Base B dash. Gosh. Oh, maybe it's a dash. That's so good to know that it wasn't in my head. Okay, so it really was Oshkosh Bagosh. I can't say it anymore. I've lost the... I've lost the power of words. But was it always called? Okay, we need to end this episode before I. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. Mr. Wrinkles is on the path to recovery. Bye. Bye. Oshkosh Bagosh. I love Oshkosh Bagosh.